0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast, and also subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the Financial fun, begin. <music> happy New Year, everybody. This is always a fun time of year, I think, anyway, because we get to reflect on the year. And usually we're getting together with family, not so much this year, of course. And then, of course, anticipating the new year, right, 2021. Today, we also get to say Happy birthday to Keystone Financial Services. Keystone actually just had its 10th birthday here in the last couple of weeks. In fact, December 16th of 2010 is when I founded the firm. And it's notable, you know, the reason why we celebrate birthdays is for a couple of reasons. Number one, because just fun. I think everybody likes to feel special. Today, I think the business would like to feel special so we can help Keystone feel special today by celebrating, but also it marks a milestone in the fact that we're still here. It's kind of notable. It's actually pretty important when it comes to businesses because most businesses don't make it. Frankly, according to Tony Robbins' research, after five years, eighty percent of businesses aren't even there anymore. Eighty percent of businesses are gone, and after ten years, only four percent four percent of businesses are still around. Ninety six percent of businesses fail after. 10 years or by 10 years. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, I think because there's some confusion out there. One of those is that there's a difference between being skilled at something. And that could be anything from engineering to uh, being able to be a chef to being a financial advisor. I think everybody is skilled at something. And oftentimes people think, well, I can go start a business based off of what I'm good at. Of course, you can always start a business, but most don't make it because it's not just about being good at something. It's not just about having good food and being able to cook well. For example, most businesses do not make it in the restaurant industry, especially this year in 2020. It's a tough year for business owners in that world. And many are going broke right now, not because of their food, not because of the their service even. They might be really, really good at the experience that they're creating but they might also be in a situation where the business owner doesn't necessarily have the skills and the tools and the experience to be able to put that hat on. It's two different hats. There's an artist, producer, creator hat, and that's important, right? Creating that experience and being really good at something. But then number two, being skilled at running a business and understanding that there are skills and tools that are very, very different as far as being able to run the different parts of the business. For example, the financial end of the business and being to adapt quickly enough to the environment that we're presented with. The year 2020 here has thrown us all a huge curveball business-wise, and many companies, including ours, have had to make some big adjustments to adapt to the environment. So hope is not a strategy for success, and I think most people go into business just kind of hoping and believing that, hey, because I'm good at this, um, I'm going to make it. The reality is you've got to have both. You've got to have something that's good. You've got to have a good product. You know, really even a great product, a great service to be able to make it, but also have a business owner that can steer the ship and can adapt quickly enough to changing environments. We can think of a lot of businesses that aren't around anymore, even huge companies, massive companies that used to be the best in the world, and many of those companies don't exist anymore, not because you know they didn't hope it would work out, not because they you know were skilled at something or really good at something, but because the business could not adapt quickly enough, and that's business owner skills and tools that are involved in that side of things, not that there weren't a lot of very skilled people, not that there weren't some good products and services and things that they had, but the fact that they could not adapt quickly enough you know, how did I end up starting the company is that I was actually really good at something before. I had a lot of experience as a financial advisor, having worked mainly at Hewlett Packard's credit union. That was where I got a lot of my experience, where I got to do thousands of client meetings and educational seminars, things that got me a huge amount of experience. That repetition made me really, really good at what it was that I was doing. I really had honed my skills. But then number two, the fact that I had started picking up some business skills and tools and also had learned from the experience of other people I had friends that had started their own firms in the industry in one case several at one time had to go do it it was out a force that they were forced to start their own firms because the bank program that they were involved in kind of shut down in fact they were all told that you've got to go start your own firms effectively and I had to do that very quickly so I know that it could be done if they can do it I can do it that sort of thing but then And also doing my own research, I believe it was a calculated risk. You know, I didn't know for sure that enough people would follow me. That really is the name of the game in my industry. Can you get people to trust you with their money? When I started at 23 years old, who wants to give their money to a 23-year-old that just left college not that long ago? Not many. They say that the average financial advisor is 58 years old. And you think, well, 58 years old, that's not that old. Yeah, it's true. 58 is not that old, but as an average, it means that there aren't a lot of younger people getting into the industry. But I did. you know, At 23 years old, I got a couple of different people who believed in me and knew that they could see somebody who was going to be really successful and serve their customers well. So that was my journey, getting good at something and getting excited about the possibility of starting my own firm simply because I knew that there was a better way of serving people I got into this business because I wanted to help people, and I'm still in this business because I want to help people, and every day that passes, I'm more and more convinced at how important what we do is to the world, simply because there are so many people out there that are struggling financially. In a lot of cases, they just don't know what to do. They they really don't know what it is that they need to do to be financially successful, and so that's an area that we've been able to do that with many, many people. For those of you who have been around for 20 years as clients, um, I, I know a lot of you can say that. We can all feel good about that relationship, but also the feedback that I'm getting from you is overwhelmingly that, hey, we are so glad we started working with you 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago because really the relationship that we've been able to have you know has really resulted in us having a lot more success than we probably would have had on our own. Thank you for having the trust, the faith in me and sticking with me over time that we get to work together. So working on a uh, basis of a limited number of clients is important. Also knowing that you know, a lot of the technology, the business partners that we could partner with that we could create a better experience for clients. And the only way to do that was me starting my own firm to have the freedom to be able to do that. So it was a calculated risk. At some point, you do have to jump out of the airplane. If you're skydiving, for example, it doesn't matter how much research you do and the statistics and safety ratings and all that stuff of whoever it is that you're you're going up with. But at some point, you do have to jump out of the plane. When it comes down to success and change in anything, I do want to translate this into something that you can take into the new year because I know everybody's thinking about it anyway. You probably have seen the statistics that New Year's resolutions, the odds of those being carried out through the new year are not very high. In fact, in most cases, resolutions are more hope than anything. And hope is not a strategy for success. That's just not a strategy that's going to probably get us to where we want to be. There is a formula for success and hope is not involved in it. So number one is knowing your outcome, being very specific about what it is that you want. So this is very relevant for right now, again, thinking about 2021. What is it that you want? And being very clear about that, knowing your outcome and being specific enough that you'll know what it is that you're shooting for. In the case of Keystone Financial, I knew that I wanted to start my own firm and I knew that I needed to create a a product, a service, a experience that would be so good that people would want to follow me from the old program that I was part of. Number two is knowing your why. If the motivation is just making more money, although there's nothing wrong with making more money, if that's people's only motivation, they're probably not going to be happy with what they get. In a lot of cases, I talk to people and again, thousands of meetings, conversations I've had with people over the years. I can't tell you how many times that I visit with people that are just miserable in their career, their job, what it is that they're doing. They're just miserable because they just chased the money or maybe they were encouraged strongly that no, you can't go into that line of work because you can't make any money out of it. So you've got to go into engineering or business or something like that. Uh, You know, they really weren't passionate about that. You know, their why was not strong enough for them to have a fulfilling career. And so many of those people, again, were just kind of miserable in their jobs and their careers and so forth. They had just followed either their own desire or somebody else's desire that you got to go into something that's you know going to be a real job or something that you can make money at. So my why was really just that we're here to help people. And I wanted to serve people in the best way possible to just have a transformative experience that would take people to the next level financially. Number three, then, is taking massive action. You know, that action needs to be translated from the things that are going to make the biggest difference, right? We're making kind of a bet when we take an action on anything. It's doing something, and hopefully it's going to be moving us toward our goals. But going into 2021... One thing I think that is a reason why the gyms are typically packed, they won't be this year, of course, because of the pandemic, but most of the time the gyms are packed that first few weeks of January you know, people might have been specific about what they wanted and they knew their why and they started taking massive action, but they didn't see results fast enough. They didn't see that their body was starting to look different or that the scale was changing a whole lot. And in a few weeks, you know, and for most people anyway, at least that's been my experience that within just a few weeks, you're probably not going to see massive results. So doing it long enough to really observe, see what you're getting and then changing your approach until you're getting what you want. I think that's really the ultimate success formula over and over. you know, I've been able to evolve the company. We've been around 10 years, but of course, we've had to change a whole bunch of times because the business environment changes, and that's really why we've survived, why we've done well. It's not about just being able to start a business, but be able to adapt quickly enough to the environment, to be able to change fast enough as far as what people need and what the client needs, what their desires are, and then looking at the overall business environment. We've changed a whole bunch of times, and certainly we've had a lot of different team members along the way that have joined us on the journey. And more than anything today, I want to say thank you to all of our clients, certainly that put their faith in us, that they they made the move with this startup firm 10 years ago. And then the people that have joined us along the way certainly thank you and thank all of our team members as well, because I certainly couldn't do this without having an awesome team. Right now, we've actually got more years of experience, more industry experience, financial industry experience than we've ever had on the Keystone team. So very excited about where we're going into this next decade. I hope that's helpful for you. I hope you can celebrate with us today, but also definitely give you that ultimate success formula because that might actually take you into the new year and take you in a different direction than what you might have been before, whether it be finances or health or whatever it is. Remember the ultimate success formula. Number one is knowing your outcome, being very specific about what it is that you want. Number two is knowing your why. You know, why is it so important that you achieve that outcome? If we don't have that why, we're probably not going to have the fire to be able to follow through when things get difficult, and it requires that pushing through. Number three is taking massive action. And what I mean by that is just by starting to do stuff. At some point, you do have to start doing doing stuff and it's important that we do the how if we just start doing stuff without having any direction at all I'm not sure we're going to get what we want Number four, then knowing what you're getting, being observant, and then number five, changing your approach. If you're not getting closer to what it is that you want, changing your approach, changing as many times as possible, and of course, never giving up, having that burning desire that I'm going to do this no matter what. So if it's important enough, you will follow through, and so will I with whatever it is that we're trying to achieve. Hey, I want to say Happy New Year. Um, Have a great week. Certainly enjoy your families, enjoy your time, and enjoy your visioning for 2021. I think it's going to be an awesome year. 2021 is going to be very bright and going to be an awesome experience as we get out of this pandemic and kind of move back into an environment where we can be more free and do what we want to do with our travel and our families and so forth. Uh, Thanks for being patient, of course. Uh, This is a year that's been crazy, and thanks for sticking with us and not losing faith that ultimately things do work out in the end. Thanks for helping us promote the podcast. Subscribe and pass this on to anybody that you think it would be helpful for. I appreciate all of you for being on the journey with us and want to wish you the very happiest new year. God bless. The opinions voiced in this episode of the Wiser Financial Advisor with host Josh Nelson are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.